What's happening, sports fans? We welcome you into one of the weirdest starts we've ever had to the San Diego Prep Insider High School Football Show. I am Christian Pedersen. I am joined by. We're gonna go. We're, hold on, no. We're gonna go numerically around the room in the new mics that we have wired here in the saucy new stadium that we have. Mic number two. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Bodie De Silva, San Diego Preps. Bachelor number three. Please go ahead and introduce yourself. Tommy Morris. Wait, what? Um, at Real Tommy Morris, head coach oh, yeah, Tommy. Uh, what are you saying about middle school? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, at Real <laughs> Tommy Morris, yeah, we'll go with I'm that. very curious why you were about to scream middle school. <laughs> your name and your school. <laughs> um, and finally, the guy who just for the first time ever got to listen to the intro music and realized that we got something dope popping there at the end. His name is Noah Laxina, Balso Hard University. Oh, I should have done that. That was really yeah. Cool no, that's how you nail the intro. Good job, Noah. Uh, so, thank you everybody for joining us here on San Diego Prep Insiders High School Football Preview Show. And I say weirdest starts we've ever had because we were all jazzed doing our pre-show meeting, and then Tommy Morris emotionally like just takes a semi truck to the vibe of the room by losing at the Mario Kart app as the microphones are dialing in. Go ahead and, and elaborate, Tommy. It was a very disappointing finish. I, I should have won. That, that was almost impossible yeah. to just happen. Uh, the first question is, why are you doing that 30 seconds before air? The second question is, why are time. you losing? I, I why are time. you losing? Because the, the, there is an, a row of items very close to the finish line. The person right behind me happened to get a red shell, which should not, you should never be allowed to get a red shell in the last row of items and literally two feet from the finish line. All right. So here's how this show works. If Sorry. you are just tuning into us for the first time, we bring you... Our thoughts, our opinions, our takes, our information for the biggest games sort of talked in depth and voted on something to do with just the general nature of San Diego high school football, reaction from last week, all that kind of off-kilter stuff. The first maybe 10 minutes of the show, and then we bounce into all of the previews for the remainder of the show. Everybody takes a block. The whole show goes about an hour. We might... We might get a guest. I kind of just want to live call Adam Paul and just see what oh, Adam Paul nice. is up to. Um, what, do you think, what do you think he's doing right now? Yeah, as I'm saying, I feel like we should play a game of what do you think Adam Paul is doing right now and if then you, just call Adam Paul to see what he's doing that, right now. Tweet it right now and I bet he responds. If you were Adam Paul. Or if you were Wait, Adam so how Paul, do we... Okay, first do? off, you put that on uh, the social media. You mentioned Tommy Morris. You can follow the show at SD Prep Insider for all of your social media, media needs. Tons of student edits going out right now for the CIF Battle of the Fans. All sorts of stuff that I wish I had when I was in high school. And speaking of things that I wish I had when I was in high school, you'll see posted on our Instagram on Thursday, if you are listening to this tonight or today, if you listen to this on Thursday, but a TBT to some guns that I would... Okay, well, that that comes across weird. I, I worded that wrong. But TBT to when I... I, I when Noah Laxina was featured in the San Diego Union Tribune on the field at his CIF finals, showing off that the arms were they, the arms were big. They were they're huge, oh, colossal. Know, uh, inside, not a lot of people know this. Uh, when Noah was in high school, he was on a TV show with us, and he was disappointed that you didn't show up. Remember we FaceTimed you? Dude, that whole season, that whole that I season, I was yeah. Olympian's biggest homer. Yeah. Like I was all, I was all sorts of about it he early on. In. Yeah, he was all. Uh, that was the year that we met you guys. That was the year that Scotty Gange became a good friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Gange, killing it, like lighting the world on fire. Um, but yeah, Noah was on the show up in the booth in Granite Hills for his interview All-Star with uh, the All Star Game. 
All of man, what it was oh, that was Spanos like, All Star Game, all sorts of stuff like that getting tweeted out. We got all sorts of that to talk about. We got games to talk about. So let's start with our top four games of the year or of the week. Uh, oh wait, the there was year. wait, there was one thing that I forgot to mention. On, you mentioned on the social media, we will be posting yeah. polls all show long. I say we uh, we we ask, is it okay to tweet out the what do you think EC Preps is up to right now, or should we just call him? Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, just call, we call him out of blue. Yeah, that's just what I'm saying. We, we play on. we play our first ever installment of what is Adam Paul up to right now? Yeah, let's do that, and that we'll is, just call him later in the show. Uh, yeah, all right, any so point in time. all right, so let let let's get started with games. Don't tweet uh, okay, 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 deal. Uh, first one that I want to talk about is Scripps Ranch versus Patrick Henry. Scripps Ranch eight and zero at this point in the season. They look like they're one of, if not the team to beat in the Division Three playoffs. But Patrick Henry. Keeps on keeping on with the offensive resurgence and rebirth. They just haven't had the defense always. Tommy, you look like you're chomping at the bit to talk about this one, so you got the first take. Points, 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 points. We will mark the audio, and that will be the coverage of that game. No, Matthew Castillo, though, I want to mention this kid really quickly because he does not get enough publicity, the quarterback. For Patrick Henry, one of the few times we talk about a quarterback, Christian. How about that? 313 passing yards Probably. per game has been letting up the scoreboard. I was going to say because he's a mobile quarterback that runs it would be your uh, your analysis there. Bodie De Silva. Yeah, we've seen Patrick Henry score as well as anyone in the county this year. They've had 70 in a game. They've had a bunch of in the 50s. But Scripps Ranch has posted three shutouts. Great defense. So uh, I'll be curious to see how these two interact. And, and Scripps is, is going to be the one seed in D3. So Noah Laxina. Uh, to add on to that, Scripps Ranch has a, a running back by the name of Nicholas Gardadina. Uh, he has a th- over 1,000 yards rushing already. He averages 134 rushing yards a game, so you got to love that. And then his quarterback, he has a, a quarterback to complement that, Luke Durkin. Luke Durkin has over 1,400 passing yards this season. So they've been doing it on both sides of the ball, and uh, I'm excited to see if they could keep the streak going. This Tom- week. The Tommy doesn't necessarily recognize passing yards as a legitimate uh, yardage because – it's not running, and I don't think Tommy necessarily knows what football is like that. We apologize for the noise in the background. There's still some construction going on here. It's definitely because Tommy knows that in fantasy football, passing yards aren't as much as rushing yards. Yeah, Rashad Griffin Jr., I'll give us some receiving stats. Here we go. 377 receiving yards, four touchdowns. So, Be curious to see how much of a workload he gets later in the season, whether or not they want to keep him on the wait and see, keep him super healthy type vibe. Bodie's got a chair cut. Things are still going disastrous in our soft opening here in the new studios. What, what sauce uh, are you spilling yourself just now, too? No, I just a chunk of a hamburger went flying. I did. <laughs> I, I looked like uh, um, Melvin Gordon there for a second, um, <laughs> just letting that with that one slip loose. I'll say this, man. Was it, wait, was it right by your mouth? You're right on the the proverbial goal yeah. line of eating. <laughs> and it was and it was the last bite too. Is the problem? It was the it was the one that would have finished it off. Oh, you, um, you thought you finished it, but after further review, you still have more to go. Yeah, I was just I was one. just sticking fingers in my mouth. <laughs> oh, there's no burger. Um, I look at this game and I go, man, Scripps Ranch uh, has all the different boxes checked. Question is, can they go ten and zero? Question is also, do, do they want to start playing the rest some people up, get some other people in line? I, I, I don't know. They, they're pretty secure in terms of being the one or the two seed there with them and Hilltop. So I, I don't know why they would necessarily risk putting everything on the table. But at the same time, 10-0 and 0 is a proverbial. Is it their last home game of the year? Can someone look this up real quick? Or do they have one next week? I don't know. I'm still trying to clean up a hamburger. Well, because I, the reason why, I guess, would say if it's either last game or second last game, generally one of those 
what are the last couple games going to be homecoming? The, the last last one's going to be senior night. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. Scripps Ranch, this will be teacher appreciation night, and then they'll have senior night against Mission Bay to finish off. Keep talking. Amongst yourselves. I got to turn, turn. I just did pretty. Am I, the, am I three? Am I three? This I'm, is me? Nice. I'm three. Oh. And no, 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 you're four. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yes, no, that teacher appreciation night, always a good night, too. So maybe, maybe, maybe rest them on that one then. <laughs> Our next one. <laughs> No offense, teachers. Specifically mine from high school. <laughs> Definitely didn't forget me. Our next game is Orange Glen versus Santa Fe Christian. I have this one circled on the, the schedule because, A, Cale Patterson is always a fascination to me to watch. This guy is very good at running the ball to the point where I don't care if they're a road team in the playoffs. They would be a threat in that Division Four playoffs. I'm all in on, on the validity of that offense. Hold on just a second, buddy. i gotta give got to get my reasonings for both teams here. Um you guys are the stars of the show. I just need to set it all up. Uh, Santa Fe Christian, they are the got to keep pressure on Bishops for that game where it ultimately will be. Can Bishops close out perfect or can SFC play spoiler at the end of the season? They they need this win in order to keep that pressure on because a loss here would perhaps open it up to Bishops to just outright take the league championship. Bodie, you want to go first? Noah, you want to go first? Who wants this? Bodie? Yeah, the, uh, as this is a game Tommy obviously likes, two run-heavy teams, uh, but they do it in different ways. Uh, Orange Glenn is going to find a way to feed Cale Patterson the ball in different ways, and Santa Fe Christian's going to come at you. They, I mean, they've had 10 different guys, I believe, with double-digit carries this year, so they'll spread the ball around, but at the end of the day, it's both going to be on the ground. I'm going to put it on the poll, at SD Prep Insider. Can you actually run the ball in different ways? Because I would assume that the only way you could run the ball is by running the ball. You can go left, you can go right, or you can go left. So, some like some people like to go backwards. I don't know. This is kind of kind of weird. That <laughs> is. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and sometimes it rains. Tommy, just to ask you a question, do you know what game we're talking about right now? Uh, sports, sports ball. Yes, Santa Fe Christian. Nice. All right. Uh, let's do, get... do you want me to do you want to add a little bit? My little thing. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I'm just gonna say this: 314.9 rushing yards per game. That's pretty dang good for Santa Fe Christian. I can name names. I can name Britain, Hogan, Weeks. Um, winners, all these kids, they all run the ball well, and given the way that they run their offense, kind of, you never know who's going to get the ball. It could be any of them. So it's really, really hard to stop. I like them in this game. Yeah, the advantage that uh, Santa Fe Christian has is that when Orange Glenn looks at the film, you can't really necessarily look at one person to key on and say, okay, our main focus is to stop this because they're attacking at, they're attacking you at different angles. At least for Santa Fe Christian, we know how great uh, Kel Patterson is, but when you look at the film, it's okay. We could key on this guy. This is a guy that we need to have two guys uh, accounted for him on every single play, and I think that that advantage is going to uh, pay off for Santa Fe Christian this week. I, I believe I've already kind of made my statements on this game pretty known with saying this is kind of the de facto SFC needs to win, and uh, Orange Glenn is one of my fascinations, but I'll close out with uh, let's give some love to the defense and say that the first team to stop the run will be the one that we're looking for or something like that. LCC and Carlsbad. They are taking on one another up in the North County. I think that this is uh, Carlsbad's game to lose. They're in the driver's seat. They control their own destiny, however you want to say that. But also at the same time, I feel like LCC doesn't get enough respect for how close. Like they've they've lost a couple of coin toss games. They've lost against a really good Cathedral Catholic. Bodie. Yeah, you bring up LaCosta. They've played really well at home. They've played teams tight there. A one-point loss to San Clemente, a six-point loss to, to Oceanside, a four-point loss to Mission Hills. So at home, they play better. Aiden Lippert returned a few weeks ago, a huge boost for them. 
And for Carlsbad, they already clinched a share of league. If they win this week, it'll be outright because they end with non-league. So uh, I think Carlsbad takes this. I think for the second year in a row, we have a we have an undefeated Avocado League champion. I agree. I, I think this will be a close game given that it is at Lacoste Canyon. And like you said, Aiden Lippard back um, for the Mavericks. But Carlsbad, man, I mean, we, we thought they were going to be good coming this year. I did not think they'd be this good. They are incredible, arguably top four team in the county, so I got the Lancers. Uh for for this one it's gonna be close. Um when you when you when you look when you're going through a high school football season, right, in the beginning of the year you want to do good and all and then your goal is to win a league championship before playoff time. And you know they've 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 rode this they've rode this ride a long way and it's just gonna be do they have enough to finish the job. I mean, you play back-to-back close games, emotional game against Oceanside, emotional game against El Camino. Now can you travel to LCC and get the job done? Um, It's going to take a lot of maturity for Carlsbad to do it, but I think throughout the season they've shown with their 7-1 record and their 5-0 league record so far that they're more than capable of getting the job done. Are you saying that Carlsbad has the goods? They have the goods. They got, they, the got good. the good, they got the vibras. The vibras. The vibras are back, baby. The vibras. Uh, we'll put it on the poll at SD Prep inside of this Carlsbad football. Have the goods, dude. Our next game to talk about is San Diego and Coronado. I bring this one up uh, for two reasons. One, I will get to my theory about Coach Hines and Tommy Morris later in the show, so stick around for that. But for two, they're climbing back in it. And this is coming off the week where we're going to find out what's up with San Diego. They uh, were depleted last week with the injuries starting to take a toll on that offense. They take their worst loss of the season. So is this the right time for Coronado to take take a chance and go, go on the road at San Diego? Or is this the absolute wrong time because San Diego is going to bounce back with an insane you know clap back type statement win? I can't make heads nor tails of it. Who wants to take this one first? Tommy Morris. Yeah, I think Bo Jackson is going to take over this ball game. 884 rushing yards so far this season. Eight touchdowns, averaging 147.3 yards per game. It will be tough to stop him, and I, I can't beat it at horse with the whole like me liking the running game things, but <laughs> I, I like Mo Jackson the Kivers. Bodie. So this this game features two teams that are both at this point battling for second in league. So uh, they may be looking ahead, looking ahead to try and better their playoff positioning. Uh, right now, San Diego High sits as the three seed in Division Three, uh, very close though to Hilltop, where they could potentially jump them. Uh, and Crawford sits as the six seed in Division Five, and they're right in the mix there to to move up and maybe get a bye. So uh, big implications both sides, and uh, I, I'm going to go with San Diego High on this one. Noah. Yeah, I I just think Coronado is going to have a, a tough time stopping the run. Uh, last week, Coronado had a, a tough time stopping the run against a, the freshman sensation from Crawford, who we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. And I just think when you go from that, and then next week you have to you have to uh, stop Mo Jackson. It's going to be really tough. And then San Diego's at home, so they're going to have the comfortability of just running the ball, running out the clock, and getting it done. That is an excellent radio tease for later in the show to follow up with. Um, how about right now, though, while Bodie, you want to load up what you got to talk about playoffs-wise. Tommy, do you have a topic in mind that you, you wouldn't mind going off on about high school football? Pass. 
like as in passing game, or you decline to answer? No, I, I decline to answer. All right, that's oddly cryptic. It, it's really convenient when you say yes. I've got something to talk about. I thought it was a funny thing to say, given yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you were talking about running, um, and then I said pass. Noah, Hilarious. do you have something you want to talk about? Um, I do. All right. Well, then I say we decide to take all of our stuff that we want to talk about it, and we bounce it off of Adam Paul. EC Preps <laughs> online in a, in a new segment that we're going to feature right now called What in the World is Adam Paul Up To? I forgot we're doing this. This is very exciting. Are we going to hear the ring to it now? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. It's like War of the Roses. Please enjoy this Verizon ring back oh door. My God, yes. Everybody <laughs> calm down. Oh. Adam Paul. Hey, it's Christian Pedersen. You got five minutes? Yeah, give me one sec. All right. All right, we're, we're playing a new segment called What in the World is Adam Paul Up To Right Now? Because um, you are live on the San Diego Prep Insider Week 10 preview show. Noah, Bodie, and Tommy Morris are all with us. So first off, what are you up to right now, man? Oh, I'm just reading over notes for for the games on Friday, seeing who's doing what, and oh, just looking up the new rankings. Oh, oh my God. You, are, you, as many. you sound a little disappointed with the new rankings. What's that? You sound a little disappointed with the new rankings. They're unbelievable. I mean, how do you heck do you move you move Saints out of the top four? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. I'm just they don't. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, Adam. Adam, Adam let's catch you on a, Let's catch you on a happier topic, perhaps, and let's move down to Division Four. I believe uh, your alma mater, Santana. Remains in the number one seed. I, what is what do you see as the race in Division Four? Well, uh, you know, Sarah's going to be really good. Um, Patrick Henry is a team to be reckoned with with the amount of points they're putting up per game. Uh, Coach Coach um, O'Sullivan's done a really good job turning that program around. Montgomery's another team. Um, Santana's going to have to you know, bump up their game a little bit, considering that they just took a, a whomping uh, from the Monta Vista Monarchs, who just out physically put, physically outmanned the Sultans and po- probably gave the other teams a uh, blueprint on how to beat the Sultans. So in Division Two, uh, Vista's currently the sixth seed, and that, that surprised me because on their winning streak, they've beaten a bunch of teams uh, by, by 30, 40-plus points. So mm-hmm. how do you think the, the differential, with that being taken out, the margin of victory this year has affected different seedings? I think it's affected it quite a bit. I mean, I was sitting down with Ramon Scott as we were kind of Skyping with each other, and... Uh, we were talking about this, and you know, looking at the uh, not just Vista, but looking at you know Steel Canyon, you know the, the the top four or five teams for the Open to Division One, and I, both of us were were perplexed at, at how you could put Steel Canyon. I Steel Canyon. I understand they're undefeated, but their schedule doesn't stack up to what Saints or Cathedral or Helix has played. Um, as far as Vista, um, I think they're a team that's going to be one to be reckoned with in Division Two. In fact, I would almost call them the um, either, either the favorites or one of the favorites. Um, I wouldn't want to play them, um, especially, like you said, Bodie, they uh, – 
putting up, you know, winning by 30-plus points in their winning streaks. Um, like I said, the, I, I don't know. It's point differential thing. I, it's got to be more than just point differential. I, I don't I, – I, I, this conversation so, just happened in the uh, – the code, the, um, the online Facebook, the Facebook group, and I don't know. They so Adam, it, it, be more than just point differential. If you could change it, how would you change it? You know, I would just use the Cal Prep system. I don't understand why why the coaches or whoever's voting on this is afraid of that system. Okay, I understand they're not telling you the formula because it's proprietary. I get that, but looking at it the, the way it's been since the last few years, they've pretty much predicted every single thing to almost to a T. And if you look at when the CIF was using max preps compared to the old system where you got points for beating teams and losing, the, you know, you lost points for losing to teams, Matt, they were always different. Um, for instance, a team say like Santana would be higher in the max preps, but lower in the in the CIF power rankings. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I personally, like I said, I I would you just go use the Cal preps, and like I said, I understand the whole proprietary formula deal. I don't know why that freaks people out, but that's just my opinion. All right. Hey, Adam, real quick. I got a question for you. Uh, we'll, sure. change, we'll change this. Up. I got two questions for you. We're going to change sure. away from football, but you are at EC underscore preps underscore SD on Twitter and Instagram. You're doing a lot of great work. Um, first one, do you want the sports or do you want the non-sports question? Whatever's fine. I'm in good with both. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> um, I guess we'll go sports first to keep it in the theme. Uh, Valhalla right now, their girls volleyball team is the number two seed in division two. Uh, that was the first one that we could come across, but is there any sports team out in the East County that is a non-football team that people need to know about? I'd say the El Cap girls, or not El Cap, but uh, Granite Hills girls volleyball team. They're pretty good um, from what I've seen. Um, Fair enough. No, I, did, I didn't need necessarily deep analysis on that. Just wanted to, to sprinkle in, keep you on your toes there. Second question. No, sure. Uh, there's reboots right now coming out in the next few months of both Rambo and Terminator. Um, decidedly, 80s and 90s action flicks still hanging on long past their expiration date. Which are you a bigger fan of, the Rambo franchise or the Terminator franchise? I've seen the Rambo movie. Um, Wait, have you you've not seen Terminator? Not well, it hasn't come out yet. No, no, but like you've ne- like you've you've seen Terminator oh, though, no, right? I've seen Terminator. Okay, no, good. I've seen them all. Yeah. So, oh, so which? Gosh. You... <laughs> um, or let me ask you this: Who wins in a fight, John Rambo or the Terminator? Ooh, uh, I you know what I like John Rambo, Vietnam vet. They're crafty. I get Terminator's got the whole you know non damage deal. You know, comes back and stuff, but. I like the Vietnam vet craftiness of John Rambo. All right, Noah's got a football question for you. Thank you very much for putting sure. up with our shenanigans. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we're talking to Adam Paul, EC Preps. One more question for you before we conclude our first ever segment of what is Adam Paul up to right now? So, <laughs> sure. Adam, uh, you do a lot of great work for the for San Diego High School football, and I just wanted to know what, what's a what's a day of preparation like for you to get ready for Friday nights because you know you do a lot of work. And we want to know how you get prepared for that. 
Well, I, you know, the night, well, it kind of starts the night before. I talked to my friend, you know, my our, my colleague out here, Ramon Scott. We go over the games, um, go over no, notes and name, names and notes. Um, the day of, um, while I'm sitting at work, uh, waiting for customers to come in, I just kind of look at look at my notes, um, hand, hand write out hand hand write out my additions to to my computer notes, and um, then. I actually uh, go to Derwiner Sitzel for lunch and <laughs> have a couple hot dogs and you know uh, and, and a good beverage and yeah and then um, look at online as I'm sitting there eating lunch look at the social media see what's going on see what you guys are tweeting out um, you know everybody else and it's you know again and go over my notes and go to the game and talk to coaches and whatnot. There you go. Hey, you know what? On Friday, I'm going to get some wiener schnitzel, and I'm going to see how the results <laughs> go for me because I feel like that's just going to make my Friday nights better. What? Is it the same order every time? Uh, No, I get I get the corn dogs. I mix it up. Corn dogs and ketchup dogs and a chili dog here and there. Love it. All right, Adam, thank I you think we, yeah, much. we're taking too much uh, of his time already. No, Adam, <laughs> Adam Paul at EC underscore preps underscore SD on Twitter and Instagram. You always hear him talking to us about uh, football, 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 and yet we pepper him with stupidity. We thank you for putting up with our nonsense. Adam, we will uh, hear from you on Friday. And, folks, for more on his thoughts on the playoff system, because he's a definite veteran of the scene here in San Diego high school football, please go hit him up on Twitter literally have never seen a tweet go unresponded to. He's a man of the people. We'll put that on the poll at SD Prep Insider to close this interview. Is EC underscore preps underscore SD a true man of the people? Tommy, you seem satisfied with that segment given the fact that you're taking off your mic and walking away. So we'll close out on that <laughs> note. Adam, thank you very much for joining us, and we will talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, later, man. Not a bad. Are you actually? Are you just? Is that the epiphany? Is that the epiphany of drop the mic, walk away? Uh, that, that, um, Tommy, we can't hear you. Nobody can hear you. None of you guys know that the show. Like that's not. We didn't go to commercial break. You know that, right? Do you want to end on? A, all right, we'll take a quick commercial break, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in a second. We welcome you back to uh, the Vibrace show here on San Diego Prep Insider. We're talking about week 10 of San Diego High School football. Tommy Morris uh, looking like something real bad just happened in his life. Why do you always manage to time it coming back from breaks that uh, it, something looks just so confusing and terrible in your life? Not uh, what I'm sharing off air. That's a, that's a golden nugget for off deal. air, just not on air. Um, last segment, if you missed it, I don't know how you would have missed it on a podcast that's pre-taped that you're listening to in linear fashion. Uh, we played our first ever game of what's Adam Paul up to right now, and we need to come up with like a theme song for amazing. it. Oh, we're we're gonna make imaging for it. We're gonna for sure. Dun, dun, dun. Adam what's Paul? I was thinking yeah, of more. I, I, I was thinking of more of a "Where in the world is Carmen San Diego" type thing. Like a "What oh, is yeah. Adam Paul up to? <laughs> we gotta find out." And, and, and it's just like a graphic of him, like. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of graphic, you will start to be able to see and watch San Diego Prep Insider starting next week uh, and going through the playoffs. But I, guys, I thought that that segment went so well that I decided let's let's do let's do another one. Let's uh, cold call a, a coach this time. We'll go with Danny Charles Mitchell, 
or what I hope is Danny Charles Mitchell's phone number. Um, getting this from a source live on the air as we kind of go. Risk it. Risk it for the biscuit. Risk it. Risk it for the biscuit. Here we go. All right. We are calling Coach Danny Charles Mitchell, the offensive coordinator from Bishops, to talk about what it's like coaching Tyler Buckner and having that kind of an offense. You think he'll have a ring back time? It sounds like he doesn't. Oh, yeah. That was a dead giveaway. All right. It was the not ring back tone. Can it, can it just be my voice when he answers? It doesn't know who my number is. Come on, coach. Come on, coach. Hi, you've reached Danny Mitchell's ah. cell phone. I'm sorry I couldn't answer your call. If you leave your name and number, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thanks, and have a great day. Coach, when you do hear this, at the tone, so please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hello, Go. I'm a prince from the south no. of Wales. If you give me your social Tom, security Tom, number Tom, and, Tom, and Tom, Tom. I'm, yeah, I'm muting your microphone, <laughs> Dan, I'm sorry about that. Coach, it's Christian Pedersen with San Diego Prep Insider. Uh, we were just kind of messing around and live cold calling people on the air. Uh, so none of this will be featured, but just, you know, we're leaving you a message. I don't know why Tom is trying to troll you out of money. Uh, we apologize for that. We wanted to talk about what it's like uh, coaching Tyler Buckner and ask you if that's the equivalent of, like, driving a Ferrari, some sort of stupid question about 90s movies, and uh, something about uh, Cole. I don't know. We'll figure that out later. Uh, but thanks, man. Uh, if you get this, if you can answer this in the next 20 minutes, call us back. If not, we'll be done with the show, and we'll uh, find a time to get you in on another time. Talk to you later. All right, well, everybody can I, have I their microphone privileges. Uh, uh, hook, line, and sinker. Uh, there. I was about to make millions. All right, fair uh, enough. Uh, we got a block of games to get to for uh, the the Noah Laxina. And then are there any other closing notes on like any of the top 10 or any actual legitimate playoff stuff that anyone wants to talk about? Or should we save that for next week? Doing a, next week. Let's give them a reason to come back. Bodie, you look like you got something. You can you can stick around and do. We'll do we can we can do bonus Bodie. Noah, Ooh, though, I like that. Um, Noah, you've got your block of games to get to. Yes, sir. We've got the B block of games, and that is San Pasqual Academy versus Rock Academy to start this one off. They will be playing this Friday. Following that, we've got Crawford versus Sarah. Give us a breakdown here. Yeah, so Crawford versus Sarah. Uh, we got a shout out freshman uh, Amadi Sheriff. Uh, for Crawford, he uh, was a spark plug for the Colts. He had 17 carries for 103 yards against a solid Coronado team. They lost, but that's a good, that's a bright spot for him. If he's going to be a good player going forward, but he will have his work cut out for him this week. They're playing the six and two uh, Sarah Conquistadors, who've only let up 21 points in the last six weeks. So that's some New England Patriots type defense stuff right there. And they're led by Keone Lamarix, who he leads them with 13 TFLs, five sacks, and even a pick and two cause fumbles. So on the defense, Sarah's got it. Point Loma versus Lincoln. So Lincoln, I want to see Lincoln this week establish a running game. Uh, running back, uh, he's a junior, Kenneth Stevenson. He'll be the key. He's averaging 5.9 yards per carry for Lincoln. And, you know, Lincoln likes to spread the ball out, but later in the season when the going gets tough, you got to establish a, lung, uh, a run game. So the defensive line just not pass rushing every single play. And I think Ken Stevenson can do that for them. Uh, Point Loma, they're always like a, a physical team, but I think if Lincoln can establish that run early on, then Lincoln's going to run away with it. Castle Park for San Ysidro. So this is an important week for uh, Castle Park. They're undefeated right now. 
and um, they need to clean up because next week they're going to play Montgomery, who's also, uh, currently 7-1, and one, so that's going to be like the game of the week next week. But right now they have their two-headed uh, their two-headed monster of a rushing game. Uh, junior Eric Hernandez, 11.5 yards per carry. Senior Chris Wright, he's had 200-yard games uh, this season. And just look for them to run, run and run and run and run and run against San Isidro this week. What are you typing? Yeah, my apologies. I was f- typing a follow-up apology to Danny Mitchell uh, for trying to con him oh, out of his money. I could have been a principal. Yeah, because you were that, you were that close. Security member in order to wire him million dollars later, but pre right, right now I need just five grand, and then he'll get a million dollars later. But just right now, but just give me your social security. Yeah, that's why I'm apologizing because you were that convincing and that close to <laughs> robbing that man blind of his money. Francis Parker and Maranatha Christian. Noah, give me a little insight here. Yeah, so uh, Francis Parker, they've uh, picked it up since league started, and they're only, they're becoming a prime example of it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Uh, the last two games, they've outscored their oppo- outscored their opponents 107 to six. Yeah, crazy, huh? See, I do, I do things. Hey, that's I'm like, I feel like Bodie right now. I feel like Bodie right now. I'm getting the stats. Read that stat one more time. Their last two games, they've outscored their opponents 107 to six. Francis Parker has. Yes. I'm gonna put that on the poll at SD Prep Insider. Did you did know, you know? Yeah. that Francis Parker has outscored check their too. last I'm, two I'm, opponents 107 yep. to six. Deal. SD Prep Insider on all the polls. Uh, next game you got is Hilltop versus Sweetwater. Yeah, so Hilltop, uh, Hilltop has their big three: uh, Jeremiah Serrano, Marco Akai, and uh, Javin Dionda. But if they really want to take that next step, uh, come playoff time, their defense needs to create turnovers. And you know, their defense—they have uh, Gage Scruggs and Michael McShane. They each have 18 tackle for losses, and that's good. But come come playoff time, you're gonna you're gonna have to get more interceptions. You're gonna have to get fumble recoveries. And right now, they don't have a lot as a defense. So if they could. Get the ball in their hands of their big three uh, more often with better opportunity to capitalize in the red zone or in, at midfield so they don't have to go as far. I think Hilltop com- is a serious, serious threat. Oh, they're absolutely the team to beat in Division uh, 3. Mount Miguel versus West Hills. Give me a little something, something here. Yeah, so um, Jacob Lavender for Mount Miguel so far, he has t- 2,400 and 79 passing yards, 24 touchdowns. So that's that's Madden-like right there. Just throwing the ball up and down all the way around the field all year long. That must be fun for him. And uh, jo- Jaheem Allen Pompey, he's been his favorite target. He has 69 receptions, 69 catches, Jesus, for 1,493 yards and 17 uh, receiving touchdowns. And it'll, they'll, they'll be... Um, Beat a beat a up and down West Hills team that hasn't really been consistent. I love new favorite thing on the show is Noah Laxina being surprised by his own stats <laughs> as he reads them. <laughs> yeah, out. as I read him again, <laughs> like during when I take these notes, I'm just like you know trying to get through them. When I read them again for the show, it just amazes me how great these kids are and what they're doing out there. So it's, it's great. Who do you think is more excited by their notes, Adam Paul or Noah Laxina? <laughs> Adam Paul with his chili dog and his mini corn dogs next to him, for sure. That sounds pretty good. We had a good cater- shout-out to our catering department here for, uh, for taking burgers. care of us with turkey burgers. Hey, Tommy, you look like you had something to say. Yeah, if, if someone brought you a burger and there was a condiment missing, what would that condiment have to be for you to send it back? Not send it back, but just ask for it. Okay, so we're at a restaurant, and you're like, no, you're no, getting kind yeah. of a scene, not a scene scene, but you're like, it's a little bit of a hassle for I, the I'm waitress to, to go yeah, back. I'm going to have to get up there and actually um, ask. I'm going to be that guy. Does the cheese count? Like, if, it, if yeah. I ordered a cheeseburger and it didn't come out, I feel like that's the only one where I'd be like... Pickles. Cheese. Pickles. Pickles? Grilled onions? 
Oh, that's a good one. That's a good so one bougie. Yeah. So extra. That's like uh, uh, that's like the next next level of I comfort. I love onions. Oh no, nothing wrong about grilled onions, but like Bodie's like. I couldn't conceive of a world worse. Oh wait, no, 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 no. wait, no, 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 wait. Onions. Let me let me give you an alternative: avocado. Yeah, I was gonna because you you would in theory would have to pay more for I it. Put this yeah. on everything. I was gonna say avocado. I was gonna go that. Or a direction. fried egg. Ooh, yes, these, fried egg. Yes, yes, but these are all like nice. <laughs> this is like Slater's fifty fifty right here. Like, Do you like that place? Yes, really. I think it's pretty good. I think it's. Eh. I think we need to go mm. try it out. Maybe you could pay. You try a little team, a little team bonding dinner uh, deal. Uh, Vista versus Rancho Bernardo is a game that I would like you to talk about in order to earn said Whoa. take you out for the dinner uh, there. So hit us with it. All right. So RB, they've won three close games in a row, and when you win three close, they're games back. In a row, yep. And when, but when you win three close games in a row, you're emotional. Like you're 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 emotionally drained. Okay, that's three Fridays in a row. You oh, have whoa, no, idea. no, no! I'd say you're emotionally charged. I think, but it takes a toll on you. Think about it. Every week you have to line up in those close games, and you're giving everything you got. And like, dang! I gotta All right, go so back we'll put it again. on the poll at SD Prep Insider. After three straight nail biting wins, are you drained or charged? Okay, so in this case, I think it's going to be drained. When it's when you go through three games back to back, you're a little bit banged up in those close games, and then you're going against Vista. Okay, Vista runs at you all the way around. Vista tries to demoralize defenses by just running through them. And I think that, along with RB's emotional um, emotions being drained, I think Vista's going to come out on this one on top. Our next and final game is San Pasqual versus Fallbrook. San Pasqual versus Fallbrook. I got San Pasqual. Um, Fallbrook struggling this year. San Pasqual, triple option. Different directions, and I think this one's going to be. They're going to coast this week. Just want to give a quick shout out to the trainer Cassie at Fallbrook, best trainer in San Diego. For Noah Laxina's block of games, uh, and then uh, we will be back with uh, Bodie. You're up next, I believe, with your uh, block of games. Talk to you soon, sports fans. Welcome you back to the San Diego Prep Insider Week Ten high school football show. We're now into Bodie's block. So this is the, uh, the block for analytical stat driven rational, like the, the argument of left brain, right. My block's coming up soon. So yes, but Tommy, you're the run the ball guy. Like you're the ground and pound. Like you literally have not worn sleeves to this show. Like this, you are the, you know what, you know, you know what, who, you know who you are. I just realized this. What? What? You are the young coach Hines. That's the best compliment anyone's ever given me. You are, you are though. You, I am watching. I feel like I am watching the transformation happen in real time. Bodie, back me up on this because we knew I can we see that. But all, no, but like we knew Tommy last year Wait, and the year before. Or back him into a corner on this. No, oh. what? no, 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 no. Because no, you video. can't let life back you into the corner. That's the yeah, thing. That's you the thing you got to embrace the corner. Um, but Bodie, remember I remember a day when Tommy would show up to all the San Diego Prep Insider shows wearing a, either a dress shirt or a full t-shirt or Those were in the or, corporate days. But now he's coaching football. He has a vehement passion for for an old school outdated form of the game. But at the same time doing it in a new way. Thank you very much coach Simons. You want to come on and bring in the burger? I appreciate Ooh. that, Coach. Real quick, and, hop ooh. on microphone four, please. Yep. She, oh, she said, uh, "Make it put me on the microphone, please." Yeah. Wait, Casey. Casey, wait, Kay, Coach Simon, come here. What's our, 
What's our intern, Coach Simon, is going to come in here and answer a quick question um, real quick about, about burgers. No. No? Well, you answer it. So you Wait, is her, micro- her microphone's not working? Oh, her microphone's not working. She still. looks mad we're at still, me. We still haven't but, figured out the microphone situation well, here. And I, but, but no, you should have seen my ping pong match there earlier. I accidentally punched the ceiling. Yeah, the one thing that will never change <laughs> here uh, at the San Diego Prep Insider Studios is that ping pong will remain the universal currency of intimidation. And Tommy like, Morris did indeed punch the ceiling. Well, I um, did, my backhand is, is a lot of... But that further spin. backs up my theory that so you're I, the new coach high, or like not I'm, the new, but you're you're a young coach high in the mate. He punched the locker. You punch the ceiling while playing ping pong. If, if it, it's microaggressions if that you're getting If you don't put topspin on the ball, you can't win. Everybody knows that. Just two football guys. <laughs> Just two football men just cutting it up, man. One football guy and, and then me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, how do we put that onto the poll without causing the irk of, of Coach Hines? I don't into, want I don't Because the polls come out so, like, the polls come out, what, like, two hours before we air the I show? Want, I don't want to, he, he would beat me in a fight. I feel like he would immediately fight me, and I just lose. Please don't do that. Uh, how about this? Well, first off, we'll, 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 Bodie, can you get to your first game while I put it on the poll at SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram? Does it surprise you that Tommy Morris punched the ceiling while trying to put adequate backspin on, or topspin top top on a, on a backhand? Um, and, and while we get that posted to at SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram, Bodie, can you tell me something about Mission Bay Kearney, please? Yeah, both. Really solid seasons. Uh, unfortunately for them, they're both in very difficult leagues this year. Uh, I'm expecting a really good game, though. I expect one possession, maybe a couple points, a really good game. I'm going to go Mission Bay at home. Uh, Evan Aguans had a huge year. I picked them here. I would like to ask you now about University City and La Jolla. Yeah, University City's had a tough year. Uh, they got some talent off- offensive pieces, though, and La Jolla's been really good on defense, so I think they'll slow them down this week, and I think La Jolla grabs the win. Bodie, next up in your block of games, we got Mar Vista playing host to Chula Vista in a battle down in the South Bay that feels like a must-win for both these squads. Yeah, Mar Vista, uh, they've, been, they've been playing really well the last two weeks. Uh, Chula Vista, unfortunately, hasn't pulled off a win yet, but for Mar Vista, I think they got to be careful and not look ahead towards Hilltop, but I think they take this one. El Cajon Valley and, Mar Vi- or, and Monta Vista, excuse me, are going to be going at it. Early in the season, El Cajon Valley was the hot start team. Been losing some games lately, but still their defense looks really solid. Monta Vista playing world enders last week with uh, Santana's winning streak. What do you see here? Yeah, they're coming in at uh, going opposite directions, really. El Cajon Valley's come in on a five-game losing streak, and Monta Vista's really hot. They've won three in a row. Uh, last week, they shocked Santana, who was previously unbeaten, so I got to roll with Monta Vista in this one. This is proving to be the longest tweet I've ever tried to type because you are really bad at riffing. You are so good at your job d- delivering concise information. You're just so bad at filling time. Uh, next game we got is Helix versus Granite Hills. Give me something here, buddy. Yeah, last week, Granite Hills played El Capitan. I think they made it, might have been caught looking ahead. Uh, El Cap grabbed their first win of the year there on their homecoming. Uh, and Helix, it was announced that El Elyon Noah is done for the year, unfortunately, but they've got a sophomore in Christian Washington. Uh, very capable backup. He stepped up already, and he's going to see a heavy workload throughout, and I like Helix in this one. Next game we got on your bracket is Saints. Versus Madison, a rematch of the Daniel Stokes Monday night football debacle from last season's Thunder and Lightning Week. What do you got? Yeah, these two have played very, uh, 
several memorable games over the last few years. Uh, Saints has got to show they got to bounce back from last week's loss in the Holy Bowl. They were up two to start the fourth quarter, and then everything went wrong for them. Uh, for Madison, they handled Point Loma last week, and Keontae Springs has had a had a huge year. Continued last week, over two hundred yards and two more touchdowns. I feel like Keontae Springs is the kind of back that you just look at him and go, man. In a playoff situation, nothing to be worried about. No matter where you are, on the road, at home, up, down, seeding. He's just that kind of explosive when you get it down into a three-game type situation. He's the guy you want on your team, right? Yeah, you know he's going to produce for you every week. And and one of these playoff games, I really think he's going to, he'll go for 300 yards in some situations. Some team's not going not gonna to come prepared, and, and he's going to shock them that way. I'm going to mark the time on that tape for sure. Um, we'll see. We have that ready when you predict him going for 300-plus yards. Mount Carmel and Del Norte is the next game we got. Bodie, give me something. Yeah, both teams are looking for their first league win here. Um, I like Mount Carmel. They haven't played uh, at home in over a month, but they've been much better at home, both their wins at home so far this year. So I think Mount Carmel grabs one here, and they'll they'll definitely be fired up having played at home. Classical Academy versus Bishops. Yeah, at this point, I mean, Bishops, the offense every week is producing crazy numbers. Tyler Buckner's now number one nationally in total offense. Um, expect nothing different this week. And at this point, we're just looking ahead to to see maybe some D2 possible matchups. Can you please hit that stat one more time? Yeah, number one nationally in total offense. Pretty impressive. Just a junior. One more time. Number one nationally total offense. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty insane. Uh, Brawley versus Calexico is the last game that we got to get to in this bracket. Give me a little bit of something, something here. Yeah, Brawley's had a good year. They're three and zero in league. Um, the important thing, though, I think they can't look ahead. They've got Central next week. Both teams are undefeated in league. That's a huge rivalry game out there. So Brawley's got to take business, take care of business against Calexico. I think they will, and then that sets up a great matchup at Central next week. Thank you very much, Bodie. That'll do it for his block of the reasonable, analytically-driven analysis. Coming up, Tommy Morris talks about nothing but running the ball no matter who plays on offense or defense. He finds a way to get it done with every single game. You're listening to the Week 10 San Diego High School Football Show. All right, welcome back to the San Diego Prep Insider Week 10 High School Football Preview Show. This is the Tommy Morris block. So as we discovered last week's show, Tommy Morris has a deep-seated passion for the run game what's that look for tommy i forgot oh, never mind i'll tell you I'll no tell you no, no 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 you cannot interrupt the show with the oh it, it, but it has a word that could potentially be a bad word so i don't know you say the d word defense yes mouthing right now i cannot read lips tommy i am not that talented hold on i will turn the mics off for a second we will check the word with Bodie. he's the sensible adult in the room All right, Bodie has conferred, and Tommy? Uh, yeah, I have a hat in the car that says run the dang ball, and I forgot to wear it. And I was going to wear it specifically for because of last week. And I'm, Do you really have that hat in the car? 100%. Okay, well, we have shelves now in the studio, uh, so go ahead and get that hat. No, so that, I, I need it for me to have. Well, I'm not going to leave it in the Hold shelves. on, hold on. We're going to do a little uh, radio behind the scenes. Hold on a second. All right, we're back, right. and uh, oh my gosh, can't wait to bring this hat and put it on that thank shelf. You. Over there. Yes, wonderful, uh, high quality. Christian was beating me up, and, and then he put the mics back on. Now, now I'm agreeing to putting the hat on the shelf. Once again, Bodie adjudicates <laughs> everything while he's sitting over there eating carne asada fries. Bodie, um, how are those fries treating you? 
They're excellent. That was the threat since I'm locked now, wait, intolerant. Let me let me ask you let me ask you a question, Bodie, and I promise we will get to Tommy Morris's games in just a second. Um, but it is do, do you add salsa to to carne asada fries, or is it do you always just eat it as served? I like to add red salsa. Tommy? Uh green. So, be, so it's, it's normal. So it's normal then for you guys to add salsa to carne asada fries. Add salsa because I feel like that's a cardinal sin in my carne asada fry world. I mean, if I don't have them, I'm not going to lose like sleep over it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not going to ruin my night if I don't have them. But if I have the option, I'll add some salsa. I, I if I eat Mexican food, it has to have salsa or at least some sort of hot sauce. I can't otherwise. It's not even worth my time. Um, if you go to SD Prep Insider, you can see a poll that says, "Do you add salsa to Karen Asada?" Um, Fries because I misspelled it. I, I haven't had those it right ones. now. Karen Asada, yeah, uh, fry. You know it was a nightmare. Yeah, beef fries cooked, like, cooked by a white woman. Um, when you when you when you uh, tweet something that ends up doing really well and you look back <laughs> at it, and there's a typo and you get oh, the, the dilemma. Worst. At what point do you delete it and or when you know what I mean? Like how many retweets and likes before you just let it hang there? Yeah, know? I just let it go. Let it go. I can't do it. I don't have the confidence that you have, buddy. <laughs> Wait, does let it go mean that you deleted it or you just no? You if I don't there? if I don't notice the air within a minute or two, deal. Got to deal with it. All righty, let's get to some of Tommy Morris's games where he likes to run the dang ball. And Tommy, the first game that you've got is Claremont versus Hoover. Now, early in the season, Claremont had a couple of really impressive, almost surprising wins where they put up a ton of points. They have since run into the tougher part of their schedule. Hoover has had a new coaching staff. Hoover. The Hoover. Uh, thus, a rebuild year where they're figuring out the future, but the future does look bright. What do you see in this game? I'm a big uh, running guy. I'm also a big common opponents guy. So Claremont two and two versus common opponents with Hoover. They beat up San Ysidro pretty good. Hoover lost San Ysidro. Um, and then also Elkhorn Valley, same thing. They, they beat Elkhorn Valley by a little bit, excuse me. And Hoover lost to them. So just based off that, I'm going to go with Chieftains. Is it is it okay if we sprinkle in just a tat bit of, uh, of, uh, of standings? Or do you guys want to do that collectively at the end? Looking around the collectively at the end? We'll do, yeah, we'll do it all at the end. Do, do it all at the end? Okay. Because um, Claremont, they're an interesting playoff team to me. Next game that you got is uh, Morris versus Mira Mesa. The Morris Tigers still very much in the hunt this season. The Mira Mesa Marauders looking to get as much varsity experience as they can for a batch of younger kids that the future is bright there. Is is this a future game or is this a now game? I think it's a now game. Morse really impressive win last week against Christian, a team that runs the ball a lot too. And whenever you can run the ball on a team that runs a lot, that bodes well because that means pretty much someone who does the same thing as you can't stop you. So I like that. I'll say some nice things about Mira Mesa though. Um, and I, if I mispronounce your name, please tweet at me and make fun of me. It's, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, Fave, uh, Leo Medi, he's their middle linebacker kid just looks like a football player. He, he, you know, when you see a kid who's just bigger than everybody else. Yes. That is one of those kids. So he's great in the middle. He runs the ball a little bit on offense too, but a fantastic linebacker. Very nice. We have Olympian versus Benita Vista as our next game down in the South Bay. Potentially a uh, a, a must win for both of these squads. Yeah, both these teams are not, not that impressive of stats either way, but um, that's what you get when you have a one and seven record and a three and five record. It should be a pretty evenly matched game between these two. Lucas Hamilton, the quarterback from Olympian, having a decent season, averaging 173 yards. Per game, I do like Bonita in this one with the three and five record. I see them going four and five with a chance to go at five hundred in their last game. Next game we got is Otai Ranch versus East Lake, another South Bay battle. You mentioned uh, going back to five hundred for Bonita Vista. East Lake to me seems like they're on that charge. 
to rectify some early season concerns and end up with a 500 mark on the season. But Otay Ranch stands in the way. Yeah, we talked about Eastlake early in the year with a couple of tough losses. I mean, that's just what happens. We have a, a tough schedule. And we see it time and time again. You get rewarded for playing those tough games early on because you take your lumps, you, you see what the best in the county has to offer, and then when you play games against other people, it doesn't seem so bad, right? So, <laughs> so I, that'll, that has definitely been um, to their benefit so far this season for Otay. Uh, Francisco Paco Puentes, their guy on – at the quarterback position, excuse me, averaging 130 total yards per game, running for, um, excuse me, Benita or Eastlake, excuse me, is Mateo Law, 76 yards per game. I think he's going to have a big game here as well. I wonder if there's a single team in the county that we could spin it where there's not enough either running backs or running yardage that we couldn't get Tommy to paint their offensive run game in in a good light. Next game we got is Valhalla versus El Cap, the Vaqueros with a... You picked the worst game to segue that too because this is great running. <laughs> uh, I, I, we, yes, uh, always. Uh, of course I stacked the show wrong. Uh, Valhalla versus El Cap. El Cap scores a huge win last week Big win. at homecoming. Valhalla, early season versus later in the season, perhaps a tale of two different... St- Two, tale of two city, tale teams. of two halves, tale of two cities, tale of two teams. Whatever you want to make out of it, it seems like right now though this game uh, perhaps a little bit more challenging for Elk for uh, Valhalla than they thought it would be this this late in the season. Yeah, two teams going back to common opponents, both one and four against common opponents, so you can't really use that as your barometer quite yet. Um, I'm, I have to mention Key Baker every single time that yes we talk about Valhalla right yes. now, 168 yards. Per game, really tough to stop that. I'm going to go with them specifically because of that. But big win last week, El Cap. Congrats, guys. Big win. Winning at homecoming against Grand Hills. Next game we got is Montgomery playing host to Southwest San Diego. I feel like this one might be a trap game for Montgomery looking ahead to Castle Park, but I also feel like there's too much confidence in Montgomery this point in the season. Yeah, Montgomery last year to this year, complete night and day. I've got to mention the record when you talk about them. Seven and one so far this season. They've only allowed 72 points. So far this season as well, which bodes well for this game. Um, Alexander Dixie, their their passer, he runs the ball a little bit too. He averaging 194 yards per game on the season. I think that Montgomery handles them handily, and it'll be another win for the Aztecs. I think they're going to go eight and one. RBV versus Ramona. There are two teams that have had kind of disappointing seasons to say the least. Uh, seven one and zero oh, and eight. So I, when you when you are having a rough season like this, and you see it, another team have a rough season on the schedule. Tend to get a little bit excited. I just think Ramona has played the teams on their schedule a little bit tougher than RBV has so far this year. But again, like I said, whenever you've had a rough year and you, you go up against another team that's had a rough year, you kind of look at chops because that might be your one chance to get another another W. But I think Ramona comes away victorious in this one. Man, really hammering home the common opponents today like it is something that's that you are uh, trying, yeah, trying to develop is your signature stat. Next game on the lineup we got for you is Imperial versus Southwest El Centro. A little battle out in the Inland Empire. Give us some cliff notes here. I think this will be a good game, but two teams that are pretty evenly matched, kind of like in the last one, a two and six, three and five, similar records, uh, similar schedules. So I, I think that this will be Imperial's game uh, to win here. Jordan Reed, 185 passing yards per game. I, I like the Tigers here. And finally, to close out your block, we have your alma mater, La Jolla Country Day, taking on Escondido Charter. EJ Kreutzman over or under on 50 pass attempts in this game? Um, in the first half or the whole game? <laughs> mm, Bodie, you want to care, care to decide on that? 
I mean, I've seen him throw it over fifty this year. So every every game, I got to go over now. I yeah, we'll put it this way: he he's uh, doing the quick math in my head. Um, played in eight games. He's attempted three hundred and thirty so far. So that puts him at forty-one and fourth, I think, per game. I think I'll top my head. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll already do that. Dude. Can you do? Um, yeah, right now, uh, three hundred. 30 divided by 8. Thanks. I think I'm right. But can, we, can, can we also, wait, I, I say this like I can't look it up too, but can we uh, pull up Kale Patterson's rushes this year to see who has more pass attempts or rushes? Oh, yeah. By the way, you're welcome. 41 and 4th. For what? <laughs> uh, pass attempts per game. Ah, deal. That, um, I like yeah, when so I, Whenever I get mental many, math right, I can we really see what the, uh, Let's find out what the average, Bodie, can you find out what the average number of rushing attempts is for Kale Patterson uh, to see if he has 41 rush attempts? Uh, per game or 41 combined rush and receiving uh, uh, type targets just has a ball that many times his hand but i feel i feel like this is going to be surprisingly close here did you, did you finish off your game uh, yeah i just want to read his stats pretty quickly because he's one of those dudes who gets in the national rankings every now and then already 3,179 yards 32 touchdown passes and the big thing for me only six interceptions and they've played they've, they've had some games that, that have been a little bit tougher so the six interceptions to me is awesome quarterback rating 125 what uh, no, wait, he gets okay hold on tw- should i finish the thought yes please okay so yes so <laughs> sorry i get distracted very we easily microphones Bodie. don't do visual gags i <laughs> yeah okay so to, to finish the thought here i think he has another big night i think probably five touchdowns out of him is doable i think over 300 yards is very doable and i think tory's win pretty big more high school football coming at you next, courtesy of the San Diego Amen. Prep Insider Week 10 show. Uh, going to get to some national rankings. We we're talking about numbers there. Got some stuff I want to bring up. We're going to get some league stuff. We might have an interview or two. Noah's coming in hot. All sorts of great things. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the San Diego Prep Insider. Whoa, that microphone is way too hot. I apologize for that. Um, Last block of games for this Week 10 show. Thank you very much for sticking around with us. Bodie, Noah, Tommy, they're all here. They're all tired. They're all on, I'm assuming, Tommy's on Snapchat. Bodie's on Google. Just research. I'm wrong on everything, and Noah's just off eating food. You diverted my attention to a really cool video that we have. Um... We didn't make it, but that we have, um, that we retweeted, or what, what it's called, new re-Instagram something. Just posted it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the, we get permission from everybody. So I was watching that, so I'm actually doing work right now. You know, I'm glad actually that you bring that up, because uh, I really like the direction that CIF is going on the, this Battle of the Fans thing, letting these edits count as entry. For those of you that did not know, allow this to be your promo for it, because it goes all the way until... I think January 19th or something like that is the deadline for submission for the Battle of the Fans. So you have time to still get it in, but all of these edits, you can do them for basketball, volleyball, anything with the seasons that are just starting, the playoffs that are just coming up, all that kind of fun stuff. Because it's dope that you guys have this. Like this is not something that I feel like generations more than like five years ago had. What are you what are you what are you hoing about? Uh, there's nothing better than when uh Someone rejects you and you scroll through the Instagram and don't like it. And you're like, ha, I didn't like it. Got him. Um, got her. Um, yes. Yes. Got her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. So last block of games that we got here for the show. And make sure to get those uh, edits submitted for the Battle of the Fans. We got Julian taking on Warner. 
O'Farrell Charter is going to be taking on Stellar Prep. Heard they're real good. Uh, Calvin Christian is going to be playing host to Ocean View Christian. Army Navy Academy is going to be playing against Tri-City Christian. Holtville is going to be playing against Vincent Memorial. Vincent Memorial, sneaky good team. Um, one bad loss this year. Other than that, more or less a uh, a dominant team. And they've been, we've seen them go to the finals recently against Crawford a couple of years ago. And I think that uh, that might be a, 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 a sleeper pocket team to hide uh, for your, your pick'em leagues in the, in the playoffs there. El Camino versus Mission Hills. Mission Hills, and Bodie, you're, you're looking at the rankings right now, so you can comment on this maybe a little bit further, but Mission Hills on the outside sitting in, like first or second uh, team in that bubble of if somebody else in that top four loses. Yes? No? Yep. Yeah, right now Mission Hills is the seventh seed overall, so the third team out. But between them, St. Augustine, Madison, it's all really close, yeah. and, and one game could change that. So I'm looking at this game as maybe even potentially the game of the week uh, because Mission Hills, very, very, very good. Just takes a couple of tough losses early in the show to uh, to to dent their overall luster. El Camino, though, is the the sneaky good like they're the upset trap team. I don't know what you want to call them, but they're they're it, it's something that I'm looking forward to. Foothills Christian is taking on Horizon Prep. Tory Pines is playing host to Oceanside in what should be a great battle of Tory Pines now trying to play spoiler as they get their young kids plenty of reps late in the season. The Tory Pines team is going to be really good the next couple of years. Oceanside is going to be really good the next couple of years. So we will see what the future holds for both of those schools. Finally, Westview is going to be playing host to San Marcos. Not the season that either of these teams necessarily wanted for, but jockeying for low Division One seeding type things. The, you know, everybody's dangerous in that playoff. So it's all really talented and deep football. That'll do it for all of the games. Thanks for sticking around in the Week Ten San Diego High School Football Preview Show here on the San Diego Prep Insider. <laughs>